0: Welcome back.
1: Uh, we are here on a snowy Thursday. We thank you, folks. Hopefully, uh, you're fully nestled in at home. Uh, no school, so that was there. Uh, if you're a mom and you had the kids for the first time in a couple of a couple of weeks and you had them all day in the snow, uh, we're sending good thoughts out to you because uh, we know your hair is frazzled and your nerves are wrecked. Uh <laughs> You had to deal with it today, and you wasn't ready. Uh, but that's okay. Coach Kenny Wilhite is with us, and he's taking us through the journeys that is, that, that, that are recruiting in the state of Nebraska. And you spoke of the young man. I want you to finish
0: the story and go into more detail. Yeah, so when when you, you have that conversation, and I told the young man, I told his parents, I was like, listen, you know, let's get you to a school where you can play and possibly transfer back. Now you have film. You're not sitting here for two years, maybe three years, and then you're looking crazy. You know what I mean? So what his parents, his mom and dad told me was they appreciated my honesty from day one. That's all I cared about was hopefully leading the kid in the right direction because if there's a South Dakota offer, North Dakota offer, those teams are winning now. Go play there and then transfer up. I mean, we had a kid. Plus you'll still be seen. Plus you'll still, you'll have film. Yeah. You'll have film. So they appreciated my honesty, and then I went up to uh, the one academy uh, thing he had with, um, like, a combine. Saw the kid's parents. Talked to a couple of guys I knew on different staffs. They watched the kid, and he got an offer. Parents reached out and told me thank you. So there you go. That's
1: usually how it works behind the scenes and we don't talk about it a lot. Mm-hmm. Uh there was a Husker athlete that was here, went through some stuff. Um was was looking for well what what do I do next? And I went, you know what? Normally I stay out, but I'm going to I'm going to step in. And they are now at a national caliber program that fits the personality of the people involved. But that means that you have to know, you have to care, and you have to be willing to add the time to it. Yes. Right? You have to do that. Um, In Nebraska, across the state, and people – I'm not sure people recognize how different the pockets of Nebraska when it comes to high school football are. It's not all the same. No. So when you go to the outskirts and there is a – there's a dude. How difficult is it to recruit a guy that just isn't familiar with Lincoln, is not familiar with how wh- – because life in Scott's Bluff is different than life in Lincoln. Mm-hmm. There are different things required. The conversations that you have with parents when, you t- when they tell you, Hey, coach, he wants to play for Nebraska, but he needs some money. We need some money. The funniest way to say it, for me to ask you, how quick is the dismount
0: when somebody (laughs) starts talking to you about money? Well, there's no dismount. Okay. The next thing I'll say is, what is your GPA? If you have a high enough GPA and a high enough test score, you get academic money. That takes some of the burden off their parents. So if they have not high enough GPA and test score, let's get the ball rolling. Let's get them over to admissions, get the transcripts over to admission.
1: Were you allowed to set that in play to put – I would have loved to have met you seven years ago and been able to say, hey, let's take that idea of getting student-athletes prepared for college even as a walk-on academically. Mm Mm-hmm by putting programs in place to make people aware that as a freshman, here's a way for you to save your parents' money. As a sophomore, here's a way. As a junior, and here's when you need to have the academics in play. Is there a program in place for student athletes across the state of Nebraska to know what would be required for them to walk on and be covered academically?
0: I don't know if there's necessarily a a program in place, Mm -hmm. but if there's a kid that came to our camp, that I saw who stood out mm-hmm. then I'm like oh, he may not be uh, he may be a step too slow mm-hmm. he may not be quick enough but I thought two years from now he could be mm-hmm. so I may say what's your grades look like how's your grades that's my first conversation to any kid there's nothing I can do for you if you don't have there's nothing we can we can do for you if you don't have grades mm-hmm. so what are your what are your grades and if a kid said oh I'm at a 3.5. First thing I will say is make sure I get that transcript when you get back to where you're going. Mm -hmm. And if I looked at that transcript and I say, that kid has a 3.5 right now, Mm -hmm. I'm going to get him to, you know, start working on the admission process because admissions will look at that. Now, if his junior year, if he has 3.5, 3.8, and he has a 26, 27 ACT, Mm -hmm. he can get academic money.
1: Let me ask if you can answer this question. You can, if you say you can't answer it, that's fine. Um, Let's say it's Austin Jr and he's got a 4.0. Yep. And he's a pretty good. He's a he's a second team all all conference player at a position of need at the University of Nebraska. Not going to get a scholarship offer otherwise. Could he be in could his enrollment opportunity or <laughs> eligibility be enhanced? Oh, oh, <laughs> yes. If 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 Austin was a second
0: team all state right. player, right? Like, does it help with him get the to the GPA. University of Nebraska? If yeah, so Austin may be <laughs> a second team all state player mm-hmm. with a high GPA. So there's position of need. So you have a ranking. Yeah, Austin's number three on that ranking. Austin may move to number two because right. now now let's <laughs> he could possibly help us in two years. And it's not just about his GPA, but his stock has risen because of it. Well, you, you
1: can use gritty lunch pail, right? uh, Whiteboard, <laughs> use all those for, my, yes. for me and my kid. Use them yeah, all. Jeff, you know, it. you so, circle it and you put coach's and, kid because <laughs> he's going to help us in the classroom. And if he's tough,
0: yeah, he can help us.
1: It, it's because all of that's in play. I would love one day for you to set up your own uh, chart of, let's say, it's a it's a, 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 a There's three kids, Mm -hmm. and they all have the same level of success. They're all 1,000-yard rushers in high school, uh, top level. Uh, All of them are 1,000-yard rushers. They all have 15 touchdowns. They all have the same height, same weight, same speed in 40. But one of them carries a 2.7. One carries a 3.5. One carries a 4.0. I'd like to know on the how the how each how the scale works for. Oh, those thousand yards look a whole lot. Those thousand yards are actually two thousand yards because you're a four point
0: Well, I'm, have, <laughs> I'm gonna have to dig a little deeper, right, on all three of them because okay. you said they're all three are the same, right? So I'm gonna have to dig a little deeper, uh-huh, on off the field. Off the
1: field matters. Matters.
0: Uh, is he a good kid is he Mm -hmm. a good person Um, mom and dad good people do they get overly involved or do they stay out
1: you're going to have to write an entire book on what makes what defines a good student athlete parent like that deserves its own TED talk (laughs) bro because they don't know
0: no and I, I would love to educate parents on that yeah in the recruiting process and how to stay out of it and how to when – when to get involved, when not to get involved. Were the parents of first-time players easier or harder than parents who had had a kid go through it before? First-time players are harder. Because they have no you, idea. They have no idea. I mean, even sometimes the kids don't. Because if you if – you, say you get a kid's transcript and the kid's school doesn't require a certain thing that you need. Foreign
1: language. NCAA-wise.
0: Right. But to graduate from that school, that's all you need. So, And then now you think the school counselor knows, but sometimes the school counselors don't know. Well, because they're not really in the student-athlete business. They're the student business. So they don't know. So now you have to tell a kid, hey, here's the deal. I need your transcript ASAP. And once I get that transcript and they tell me, then I relate that to that kid. Hey, you need another year of this. Because it may not be required at your high school, but the NCAA requires you to have it.
1: Well, so – Would you – I think there's great value in you going from school to school in the state of Nebraska and making sure that anybody that is considering playing at the next level, that they go through the clearinghouse. Like, that would be helpful because it helps them track. And then having somebody with intelligence and knowledge being able to tell them, hey,
0: this is going to be a sticking point for you. You need to improve on. Yes. So, if say you got a transcript that didn't look good. Mm Mm-hmm. So, you you tell them to hold out on putting – Registering for the NCAA Clearhouse, Right. Because now you have to possibly go to summer school, go to night school, get some grades.
1: Get that 2-2 to a 2-9. Before
0: you go put your uh, transcript. And
1: then having a way to teach them how, which is the other part that gets lost in it. Yes. Um, And I found that in most programs that I've been in, teaching, asking kids to study is one thing.
0: Giving them a way to study and teaching them how to study is where the bridge is. I'm gonna give you an example of myself. Mm-hmm. I knew nothing about an ACT or SAT when I was in high school. Now that was a long time ago now. Yeah. It's a long time ago. So, you know, sophomore year, starting varsity, you know, I kinda let my academics slip. Junior year, from one class, I was ruled ineligible. Right? So I had to go to summer school. That whole summer school semester I still was not educated on recruiting process. What do you need to be eligible for college, NCAA-wise. Man, this dude came to me talking about, you have to take the SAT uh, on this day. I was like, what the heck is that? No, essay, ACT. I'm like, what? So I never studied for it. I didn't know. I, I never knew it existed. So
1: I didn't know the importance of the SAT. I knew about it because all the I went to a predominantly white school where, I, where I, it was a big deal. I right? did too, but it was never. And it was a who's who in America type of academic program. Mm-hmm. But I didn't know the value, the weight of the SAT score. So the first time I took it, I was like, whatever. I didn't push Mm -hmm. until they told me, "Hey, bro." And this is another thing. It was it, it wasn't until late in my junior year when the offers start to come, and they said, "Okay, so let me explain this to you. If you're trying to go to University of Virginia, the scale is." Here, yep. The scale. This is, if you're not a three nine, UVA is off the table. Now, if you want to go to Tech, you can probably go to Tech. William Mary's three eight. Tech is three three six. Richmond is a three five. ODU is a three five. If you're below that, you're probably talking about Virginia Union, Hampton. Hampton's a three three. Oh. So I really got to get to work, and then I learned that in order to do those applications, I had to get all of these GP this GPA up by the next end of next semester. Mm-hmm. And if nobody had ever told me that, the scholarship, the, those letters would have stopped, and the offers would have never become official, because I never met whatever standard has to be there. How often? I mean, and again, Nebraska academically has its own its own standard, but. That's a big part of the recruiting process. Oh, yeah. Like, you could play here, but you would flunk out. I always tell my players, you don't go – you don't fail out of college because you don't have skill. You you fail out because you don't handle the other stuff, right? You're more likely to flunk academically
0: than you are fail because you're not a good football player. I can't speak for other universities, but the University of Nebraska, you got to want to fail to fail. With all the resources they have academically, in in that in that West Stadium, mm-hmm. and the guy that's heading that, mm-hmm. you gotta want to fail to fail at the University of Nebraska. If you don't walk out of University of Nebraska with a degree, it was on purpose. It was on that was on you, because the resources you have and the people over there that that I tell you what they the hours that they're that they spend in West Stadium, you gotta want to fail.
1: Even for 150- It
0: don't matter. Every student athlete, that guy is in charge of every student athlete. Now, he has assistants. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to go ahead and say his name, Dennis LeBlanc. Mm-hmm. He was there when I was there. He got me graduated. Yeah. I didn't. Again, I didn't take school serious. But once he stayed on me, him and Keith Zimmer, um, I realized that, hey, I need this. And if it wasn't for that, I wouldn't be where I am right now. But- um, that guy, he is, I call him the, excuse my language, but mm. the white Joe Clark. You mm. seen lean on him? Yeah, yeah. I call him the white Joe Clark because, one, he care—he genuinely cares about every student athlete that comes to the University of Nebraska. He treats them like they're his kids, and he's on them. If you have a project due a month down the road, or if you have a test or something or assignment due a month down the road, he's going to know about that, and he's going to ask you about have you started on that. I mean, he'll send messages at ten, eleven o'clock at night about a player, and I'm in that. If it's a walk-on, hey, he needs to get this done by this time. I'm like, Dennis, go to sleep. <laughs> I mean, it's 1130 at night. Dennis. Those people are angels but on earth, that's man. that's because he cares. He genuinely cares, and he loves what he's doing.
1: I just – look, I, I find it all fascinating because hearing it from you, Val, you know, confirms and reaffirms a lot of the things that – I've spent time trying to help folks on, and knowing that that you were in this space makes it better. It also uh, makes me worry because you ain't gonna be here long. Uh, we'll toward the break. We'll come back more with Coach Kenny Wilhite.